This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts Starts now. Hello, welcome to the Toddcast. I'm joined once more by Eric for a trip in the hobby wagon. And as I understand it, this is a episode that somewhat defies physics, as Eric Uh, will explain. (laughs) Todd, 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 Todd. No, no. The fact is, you know, when we dig deep into the hobby wagon and we get back there and we start grabbing out some stuff, you know, sooner or later we made our way to the back actual like hatch where you can see Uh, out the back and it might be a little dirty. So I rubbed off, you know, rubbed a little panel so I can look my eyes out and behold, I cannot believe what is attached to the back um, being towed by the hobby wagon, Todd. But what would that be? That that is the the majesty known as the 1986. Yes, no, it's 85. 1985 Dodge Omni, silver Dodge (laughs) Omni, the greatest car that's ever been made, uh, and just so happens to be my first car. Um, And and I believe in many cases, mom's first car and Christmas first car. So <laughs> the Dodge Omni uh, spanned through generations, and I'm excited to tell you the, the stories, the uh, things that defy physics as well, Todd, thing, you know, yeah. of the Dodge well, Omni. So. Well, you told me that we were going to do a hobby wagon on the Omni, and it was a little puzzling to me how you're going to fit the Omni, how the Omni would fit into the hobby wagon but towing behind it makes way more sense well i mean not defy physics nearly as much listen there's a few vehicles that um are just are magical one is chitty chitty bang bang uh the magic school bus and the dodge omni they do what they want todd (laughs) (laughs) all right if they want to fly if they want to shrink down they could they could be in your intestines right now and you wouldn't even know it it's just this is what happens um that is <laughs> that is pretty you've, you've seen the magic school bus, correct? Or at least familiar I, with the premise. I'm I'm that, familiar with the concept there. Okay. Yes. All right. Just making sure because they they tend to always end up in your body part in some some way. I, or I somehow. feel like that. I feel like that's true. <laughs> so, uh, no, but the Dodge Omni. Let's let's go to the origin stories, Todd. Uh, so mom decided to start driving in '95, '96, '97, one of those timeframes. Okay. Uh, it was late. It was late. Um, oh in yeah. Life. Well, the whole the whole time that I lived at home, mom did not drive. Did not have a license. There was one family car, mm-hmm. the wagon for the most sure. part. It was a was wagon, it. sure. Yeah. So, so I mean, I left. I left for the Navy in '95, mm-hmm. and she was still a a <laughs> verified pedestrian. So it had to have been after 95. Yeah. Well, it was at our old house. So for those that are listening to this episode or actually probably they care and they might know, it was definitely at 19 South 8th Street. That's where she got it. Um, I do remember the day where we picked it up. Believe it or not, it was picked up in a coal – out in coal rain. There was a coal rain auto shop or or auto whatever it is. And it is out by the Hilltop School just a couple miles down the road, kind of right as you you know get on the main stretch and – uh, I don't know the pricing. I imagine it was, you know, <laughs> at that point in time, it's a 10-year-old car. It was in decent shape, though. It wasn't like it was ripped up or rusted or anything like that. Um, right. It was, I mean, I feel like it was a fine, fine-looking car for your, like a starter car. And right. um, and one, And I think we bought it 
prior to mom actually getting her license. I think oh. it was like it was a matter of we were knew this was going to happen. She we bought it and um, that would be the car that she drives around because obviously dad's at work and so forth. Right. Um, funny enough, our neighbor, George, I believe, yeah. was the one that actually trained mom how to drive. Um, that was a friend of the family. And I don't I do not believe dad taught her how to drive. Um, no, no. I know when I first tried to learn how to drive. Because I didn't mm-hmm. actually get my license until years later. But when I was living at home, George was the one who took me out driving yep. a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. He's a – so he dad was had no like, fear. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the temperament to, to, yeah. to do driver instruction. <laughs> that's, and he, that's what I thought. I mean, and he knew it, and he owned up to it. And, you know, props sure. to him for knowing your limitations. So, yeah. 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 Thank so you, I, George. So, exactly. <laughs> so George taught mom how to drive. She got her license. Um, and uh, she used that car, and we drove around that car. Uh, you know, pretty much she worked at racks and Wendy's at the time. So she made that trip. Um, at some point in time, it became Crystal's car, or if it didn't become Crystal's car, that's the one she learned to drive. So Crystal chime in, uh, feel free to leave a message. Uh, right. and we'll go from there. Um, I'm not sure where your involvement, I know you drove that car though. Uh, then mom would then Crystal would get a car, uh, a Cavalier, some like a, a newer one. It was I was remembering like, wow, a new car. We we don't know what that's like because Crystal had a job <laughs> and paid for it. And right. somehow through the years, through the years, it's all transferred over. And in which I ended up with the Omni. Now, mind you, I might have ended up with the Omni when I was maybe 17. Yeah. Um, I didn't get my license till I was 18. And there was something wrong with the Omni in which it sat in the church parking lot. So it was my car, at least it was promised to me. I don't know if the paperwork was ever officially filed for my car, but it sat in the <laughs> church parking lot okay. uh, for quite some time. And uh, I was, I took my training, I took my training classes at 16. So I, you know, in Ohio, you have to, if you're under 18, you have to take like driver's ed training, which is like yep. 300 bucks or something like that, six weeks and X amount of hours. And I completed all that. I did it with one of my uh, friend's girlfriend, which was essentially my friend as well. Um, she went, to, we went to a place in Bel Air and she would, her mom would take us and we'd sit there and we'd do our training. And then I would, you know, drive for six hours with this random guy all across the Ohio, <laughs> it seemed like. <laughs> Made for great times, Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one point, and then I, at that point in time, I said, I'm ready to uh, drive. I'm, I'm, you know, let's, let's do this. I have a car. Let's get it working. Well, that car doesn't turn over. We don't know necessarily what's wrong with it. It just sat there. <laughs> and that's, and that's where, that's where I had to get the fellowship together. And I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but it's the fellowship of the Omni. The year is 2002, 2003. Uh, the Lord of the Ring movies are very popular at the time. Okay. Todd, you, have you seen the Lord of the Ring movies? Yes. Yes. Okay. I have not. I've not seen the New Hobbits, but I have seen the oh. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And so twelve day duration. Correct. Length. Like they're yeah. Well, they're you know epic. they're very yeah, and they are, are epic, and they are very cutting edge, and or at the time frame they were like more epic because there wasn't movies like that with that score right. and that scope and everything like that. Well, oh, mind yeah. you, I was also in, uh, I, they call it tech prep, but it was my senior year. So it was like doing the video editing. So your job is to make like newscasts for the school yes. and make videos and whatever, you know, whatever else you, you know, that's your job is for, and it was from third to fourth period. So it was like an hour and a half each day. 
that you could do stuff. And we needed a project for one of our school specials, which would like air at like, you know, final period, you know, for 30 minutes, whatever, you know, newscast of what's going around the school and so forth. And my job was essentially just to, you know, help fill some of that time. So I put two and two together and I said, all right, here's what we can do. I have a, I have a pretty, they, Martin's Ferry kind of let you do what you want if you had a project. Like I could knock on doors and be like, hey, I need this kid for this project. And they would let them go. Um, like from class? Of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at the time frame, I was hanging out with a lot of kids from the, the year 2005. Um, they would hang out at my house. I don't know how it got mixed up. I must have been friends with one of them. And then they all started coming. So I had a, a group of people that were in the younger underclassmen and a couple that was, were actually in my class. Okay, I, was gonna, I, I couldn't remember what year you graduated, if that would have been years ahead of year behind yeah. you. Okay, so yeah, these, it was a couple these, years. These, these, these are the, uh, the relatively fresh blood compared they to are, you as they, a senior. They're fresh blood, and to be quite honest, they're, you know, <laughs> they're just happy to get out of class. This is their first oh, experience. Yeah. By the time you get to, honestly, by the time you're a junior or, or senior in high school, you know how to get out of class for pretty much anything. Whether you want to say you're <laughs> weightlifting or you, you know, you have to go do this test or whatever, like you don't have to be in class unless you want to be, um, at least at the time frame. but they're brand new to it. Right. So at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, we're going to, we're going to go and we're going to film this scene. We are going to make a, a Lord of the Rings, um, parody. <laughs> we're going to make a Lord of the Rings parody in which we're going to do uh, we're I'm going to grab seven, eight people and we're going to do a battle. But at the end of the day, in the Lord of the Rings, it's all about moving the ring. Right. Right. It's all about. Right. It's all about the ring. Well, in this case, I have a Dodge Omni key. All right. So it's Lord <laughs> of the Rings, or the fellowship. <laughs> yeah. I can't, Lord of the Keys, Fellowship of the Omni, which is the first movie was the Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. Yes. OK, so so we, we we deemed somebody as like the Frodo character in which when they put the key in the ignition, that's when, you know, the the evil demons or whatever they are can find, you know, that's when they can sense it. Just like when Frodo would put the ring on his finger. Right. OK, so this is uh, so. So I go around and we grab legitimately 10 kids. Um, so the high school is uh, it's on Hanover Street. Todd, what do you think Hanover to Grant would be? What would be our old house walking to the old church? What would do? 15 minute walk, 10 minute walk? Uh, that sounds about right. It's uh, obviously it's been a hot minute since I've done that. And there was a point where I probably could have told you that down to like the nearest 15 seconds. Sure. Cause damn it. Sure. If I didn't walk that town left and right, I know but 10, 10, 15 minute walk sounds about okay. right. Okay. And, and that's not bad. And I, we probably took somebody else's car to be quite honest, as I think about it, we probably didn't walk there, but we could have, right. I don't know. Yeah. I grab them all. We do it at the beginning of third period. Okay. All right, we, we get down to the, the church parking lot where there's this car. Now, here's the thing, guys. It doesn't start. So essentially, my whole process is really I got these guys to push the car. Like I'm filming this thing because my, my other friend, has uh, his dad, is a mechanic. And he lives uh, three or four blocks um, up the road. So it, it's not like it's not right. You know, maybe it's a five-minute walk. It's not nearly as far, but I need. Oh, so it's five minutes from the church, not five, five minutes, minutes further from the house. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Five minutes from the church. All right. So we mapped this out and I'm like, all right, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. We're going to film these scenes. You guys are the fellowship. So we had somebody play the, you know, the dwarves. We had somebody with the wizard. We had somebody be Frodo that was in there steering and so forth. But we had like seven people to push the cars. And of course you have to have the orcs and the bad guys come right. uh, and fight in the middle of the street to make this cinematic um and of course you know 
I'm going to put the the Lord of the Rings music in the background and, right. <laughs> and do ridiculous fight scenes. So, so I have this also. We have a cameraman, and we have myself as the director who is doing nothing, mind you. I'm not pushing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just telling people what to do. Uh, we get down there. We, we get it all staged. We get it going, and we start pushing the car, and we start recording, uh, you know. <laughs> And I'm just like, all right, let's all right, stop here because we're going to have some type of conflict. So we have a conflict and we have baseball bats and we have, uh, geez, what else? Hockey sticks, because those are the weapons of choice. Right. Of course. Um, and then we have these fake battles in the middle of the road while cars are kind of like driving behind. You know, I don't even know if we have hazards because I doubt the Omni had hazards at the time. Um, but it's just a scene, you know, a, a nice if I was a random person, I would be like, what is going on here? It almost does look like Warriors gang fights, you know, uh, with, a, <laughs> with a car, all the doors open, people pushing in the middle of the car. Um, now, here's where it's really fun, because we get about three-fourths the way there, and here comes a cop car just pulling up. Right, right. Yeah, and we're like, well, this is, uh, this is interesting, because they probably got a call from the previous fight scene. Well, luckily, <laughs> luckily, 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 one of those O fives, one of those O fives. Yeah. Yes. His mom is indeed the police officer that pulls up. Oh, nice. So, nice. so she, so she comes and what is going on, you know? And I'm like, hey, we're, you know, we're filming this for school. Look, we got a camera here. We're doing this and so forth. Uh, and then he, you know, he talks to her and he explains it, and it's it's legit. And we're like, yeah, you can call the school. They all know her, you know. And I don't know if we told the school exactly what we were doing. Like, I mean. Filming a scene and <laughs> filming a fight scene in the middle of the street. I'm sure it wasn't, wouldn't have been approved. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That, but that it was, was a matter of like. Over well. Yeah. I wouldn't think. At the end of the day, they were just kind of like, hurry it up, make your way and get, get going. <laughs> uh, so we got it there, filmed it. Um, epic showing. It was honestly, I um, we created like an intro in Flash. We used Flash. Uh, oh, at the time, Flash was animation and like. Uh, oh yeah, you know. that was big so stuff we made back in the day. Oh yeah, so we made a whole Flash animation for the beginning of it and uh, put it all together and showed it. And and to this day, I still think it's like my favorite project. But the problem is, I don't have it. And it's that lost was going to be forever. That was going to be the question: Is does this exist anywhere? No, no, this is a call for share. help. This is a call for help. If someone has this, because, you know, a lot of my school projects ended up on a VHS tape that a gentleman named John Eden has. John, if you're listening to this, I don't know where you're at in the world, and you've probably thrown this away, but you borrowed that tape damn near 20 years ago. I need it back, all right? <laughs> um, the Fellowship this... of the Omni was not on that tape, though. We, it's, it, if it exists, it's somewhere in a pile at Martin's Ferry High School, which I, I can't imagine they would keep mini oh, discs at mini. That's you know. that's a different high school at this point, isn't it? Did you go mm -hmm. to the old high school or did you go? to Yes, the that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is this is lost. This is like lost footage. It, it exists in my brain and, and the hundreds of people that might have watched it and said, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Um, mind so, you, it wasn't. I can't imagine it was good, Todd. <laughs> I, I mean, it's oh, good as oh. a memory for me, but thinking about it, like there, it wasn't like we had good close-up shots. It was essentially kids pushing uh, Omni in the middle of the street with Lord of the Rings music in the background. Well, I think, and I think that's that's probably what makes it so magical. <laughs> Thank really. you. I mean, and you know, and in keeping with the Lord of the Rings, I mean, clearly this this video cassette is very much like the One Ring. It's yeah, hanging out in some dank cavern with with mm -hmm. some, you know hunched over little dude my precious uh just my, waiting to be discovered in the prequel I, 
please, please, please. <laughs> I mean, I will do it to this day. I will find those same individuals. I could probably fill, figure out who was all involved. And Can we get a reshoot? <laughs> I mean, if we need to, if we find. All right. So let's let's not. Um, I'll I'll skip ahead to uh, at least one more story, and then I'll give you the tragic ending of the Omni. Okay. Uh, so this, uh, there's many reasons why. That, now, granted, I didn't have my license, so I took that car. It got fixed, and I used that car, and I drove around illegally. Uh, cover your ears, kids, uh, for quite some time. Um, I had, you know, my permit and so forth, and I knew how to drive. Um, and but I yet, I did not yet take the test. That car would Is, have not passed the test number one. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, if you knew how to drive and you had a car, why didn't you just go get the license? Because you couldn't have gotten your license in that uh, car is that what you're saying well and todd i just don't care and i'm rebellious <laughs> it's just like it doesn't matter like okay what like what do i need a piece of paper to tell me i'm allowed to drive for right you know <laughs> okay yeah sure okay, so so let's let's move to uh, a different part in the story and i might have told this on the todd cast before so if so just let me know and i'll abbreviate it um so i was a professional wrestler in weirton right uh, we've probably talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you, 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 you have. If if this is the the driving up in the rain, yes, the, to defend the championship, yes. you have mentioned this. Okay. I mean, well, let's let's feel free for those who who have not had that episode. Uh, by all well, means, find find the so episode you know. for the details for the details. But this is the Dodge Omni came into play. Uh, in most cases, I would not try to take this car outside of city limits <laughs> like this was to drive to my friend's house or somewhere you know like we we did not want to risk the fact that this could break down at any point in time and not the most reliable vehicle in the world right. and i for one being a 16 to 18 year old depending what time frame uh know nothing about cars now that hasn't changed <laughs> for a 38 year old <laughs> but but at the end of the day if i you know i uh, we have triple a and so forth now or back then it would have been stranded um without a cell phone you know, what do we do? And and pretty much walk to a gas station, I guess. Uh, so I did have to defend the championships. We were tag champions and our ride bailed on us. Uh, we we had to get there and it was a rainy day and the, uh, the Omni was being very finicky and it would not um, start up. If when you stop somewhere, it would almost not start back up and let you go. Something was going okay. on. So it was very crucial that we did rolling stops at stop signs and we did not hit red lights so you had to kind of figure that out so in addition to not having a license you're doing you know california's rolling stops and oh, yeah. disregarding oh, yeah. stop signs and everything oh yeah so it's a oh, perfect yeah. mix of perfectly legal fun times good sure good. dress good. like a pro wrestler with boots oh. and stuff um with championship belts in your bag yeah we're just normal normal day here in the uh, high valley uh, so from Martin's Ferry to Weirton, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stoplights, you know, especially in a stretch in Steubenville. There's a ton of them. And I just didn't know what we were going to do, uh, except for somebody that day said, you, you really do need to defend these titles and get there on time. You, you know, and they gave us green lights the entire way. So I ultimately long story short, we got like seven straight green lights, never had to stop one time, didn't have to merge, didn't have to do anything. And we did defend those titles that night. And we probably left with the belts. I don't know if we won or not. Check the other podcast to see what I elaborated there. Um, <laughs> I'm not too sure in that aspect, but needless to say, needless to say that uh, those are my two favorite Dodge Omni stories. And uh, may that car essentially rest in peace. 
Todd, do you know where the uh, Dodge Omni is to this day? Uh, you know, Eric, I've heard you talk about the Omni, but I don't know that you've ever told me about its ultimate demise. Um, sure. Do tell. So, well, you know, it's funny because I uh, this was after school, so I moved out and I was living with my friends at the time, and I have a different vehicle at that time, and I don't recall. I think the next car I bought was actually a. Uh, uh, a pink neon, a pink Dodge neon uh, oh. that Lauren once owned. So I bought it off Lauren. <laughs> so I was I was rocking a pink neon. You know, nice. Y- you know how many fucks I give? Zero. No, zero. Um, None of the fucks. Dodge Omni. Not mind you, mind you. And I didn't mention this. The Dodge Omni became kind of iconic. Uh, not only that we had a featured presentation during school, but <laughs> I was very obnoxious, and my friends would like. It was a big. We we would go to Wendy's um for lunch we had open lunch and yep. we would constant and, and we would drive past the high school where everybody was hanging out playing really loud 80s like bon jovi journey music uh, right boston <laughs> real as loud music with the windows down and just kind of cruise as if we were like the coolest kids in the world and it was <laughs> complete parody because there was a whole bunch of jack-offs that had cool cars and like their parents had money and they bought them like really nice looking pretty cars oh, yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah so i essentially was like the like look at me i'm the coolest motherfucker here with a 1985 dodge on me <laughs> and you know um, so the car kind of, you know, it was a bit iconic for many. So many people talked about the on, like, I am like, you know how I want to be with Choco Taco, like Omni, right. I still get people sending me pictures of Omnis. Uh, you know, <laughs> if they see a random Omni on the street, they'll send me a picture. It's just what I've done. And it's the way I said, Hey, I'm poor, but I can make being poor. Cool. You know, <laughs> I love um, it. Yeah, no. So it, it works. Uh, so I moved out. I had this pink neon. Um, this car, once again, it was just like dead, and I had it sitting probably in the church parking lot. I mean, at the end of the day, that church allowed us just to, you know, park our dead cars there. Uh, <laughs> but I had somebody else that had knew somebody that was able to make it work, you know, knew a mechanic or whatever, and I sold that car uh, to a good friend named Riley for $100. Uh, solid hundred dollars. Now, I don't yeah. know how I would have navigated the whole title situation because I don't remember doing any of that. You think it would be like I would have to do like a title this and that. So I don't know. Maybe I still own the Omni. I don't know. <laughs> like I feel I like with the, I feel like when you're selling a car, you just like sign the title. You like fill out the odometer thing, sign the thing, hand it to them, and it becomes their problem. If memory serves. Maybe, maybe so, that sounds so, right because he came over to the new house. I remember this. Gave me a hundred dollars. I gave it to him. And I'm like, there it is. And it lives on because Riley had the same mentality I did. Now, granted, I believe Riley was fellowship of the army. He was part of it. He might've okay. actually been the bad guy. Uh, Riley was a good <laughs> friend in high school and just in, in 10 times or, as ornery as I was like, he was, oh, he was far I worse. Thought that possible. Um, it is, it is. He was, uh, he was a hoot. He, he still is to this day, I bet. But uh, for the most part, he became the owner of the army. And I felt good about that. I'm like, it goes oh, yeah. in good hands. Passing the I torch. don't know. Yeah. Correct. Now I don't know the origins or anything else of this story. But I do know I have definite proof that this does exist. Uh, somehow he went off-roading with the Omni in the middle of the woods. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no clue what he was trying to accomplish. That um, seems that, different. That Omni, that Omni was uh, doing its own mission. It might have been the Two Towers episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> either way, I guess it either struck a tree or broke down in the middle of the forest. Right. In which that Omni supposedly sits to this day. Oh, man. Which is which is amazing. So, yeah, um, I yeah. did you need, get pictures. You need a, I was going to say, you need a film crew to go out into the woods, uh-huh. you know, hear all these, you know, 20-some years later. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, that would be. To find this bad boy. Well, maybe the thing maybe is, that I tape is in the pictures. back seat. No, that would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know who sent me pictures. I have pictures of the Omni in its withered state, like with the, you know, back in the day you had like the, the roof, I would covered up the roof and they would all start flopping down and you'd have to try to push them on like almost oh, like tucking yeah. a bed in whatever. Oh like, yeah. That is all ripped the, the, up. The, the, the headliner, the, the, the yeah. of the roof. Yeah. 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 If you had the windows so down, the wind pictures. would just make yeah. it worse. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I have two pictures that I can't recall who sent them to me that they found it. They took pictures of the Omni. And it was like everything tattered inside. And in, in the, of course the pictures were taken with like a Kodak. So it looks all distorted anyway, because like the, like the lighting and so forth. So it almost looks as if they took a picture of like Bigfoot, you know, in the seventies and sent. Right. And it's just, I mean, it lives to the, to this day. I mean, like that car is iconic. It's one of those things where I all, you know, much like the Tandy, like it's right. like, ah, can we buy the Tandy? A disclaimer, disclaimer, listen to the Tandy episode. I was all off on the prices. That was incorrect. There was some type of something going on where the, the prices of that Tandy machine was not $20. Just to let you guys know. Yeah. Um, that was like, that was like for like the original operating system diskettes, not yes, the yeah. actual computer. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So don't, don't, you know, that's a correction. We have an opportunity to fix. Um, I don't know right. what a Dodge Omni at this point in time would cost, but it would be one of those cars that I'd be like, yep, let's buy that Dodge Omni. And let's yeah. get it all fixed up and let me ride around. And especially let me go to the old uh, Martins Ferry where the high school would be. Let me jam. <laughs> let me turn up that journey. And let me just drive by with my friends from high school living the good old days uh, as the Omni would intend. So that is my Omni stories, Todd. I know that this was a very Eric-centric episode. But once again, you did not drive the Omni, correct? No, I, I, I don't know that I ever even would have encountered the Omni, because when did what approximately what year did you get it? Well, well, mom probably got mom it got in, it some post ninety five, right? Yeah, post ninety five, and then I got it in two thousand two one two thousand one two three one of those. Yeah. You know. So so basically, mom had it the entire time I was in the Navy. So I guess I probably would have been aware of it coming home on leave. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, heck, for the f- first part of that, I didn't have a license myself. Yeah. Um, I I remember coming home on leave one time and borrowing a car of mom's, and it was cold, and I was driving out to St. Clairsville, and, like, the head gasket busted. Yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know what car that was. It that was a Cavalier. The Omni. It was the Cavalier. Yeah, okay, yeah. that sounds about right. Um, And then by the time you got it, I would have been in Florida. Correct. And when I moved to Florida, like, I didn't, I came back. I came back for dad's funeral and then I think that was it until I came back, came back. Came exactly. So, so that Omni was probably sitting in a parking lot somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Omni would have been in uh, the, the church parking lot in 2000. I did not yeah. yet acquire Omni. So yeah, no, this is uh. so I appreciate you letting me tell some of these stories. The fellowship oh. of the Omni story is, is, uh, is often used for the manipulative uh, abilities of Eric Kersey. <laughs> and and uh, which I call critical thinking, you know, oh, yeah. no, problem that's, that's problem solving. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's it. So I use it for my advantage. But, you know, truthfully be told, it's it's a matter of like, yeah, Eric will convince everybody that we're really <laughs> filming something. But ultimately, he just needs a tow truck. Um, so, yeah. Well, and, and I've heard I've heard the the trip. Uh, for the wrestling bit a couple of times it wasn't until this telling that i i realized that you were and you guys were dressed up in your wrestling gear 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, now you guys didn't like paint your faces up. No, uh, no, you know, no, Ultimate no. Warrior style or wear no, masks or well, anything, right? You no. just <laughs> no, we had a bag, so I imagine I probably, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't like we were, you know, we didn't wear like super spandex and stuff. We right. looked like wrestlers. I had a shirt that said Hostile on it, so right. like getting pulled over for that <laughs> with a belt, I probably wouldn't have looked good, but. Uh, it's all good. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's good time. So that is, uh, that is my, um, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, I'm glad it's towed here. We found it. Obviously it's no longer in the middle of the woods. I mean, I know I've broke right. the narrative a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it looks like it's, it's towed in here now. Oh, it magically right. disappeared, Todd. Uh, it's back in the forest. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is magical. Just like we said it was indeed. All right. Well guys, um, if, if, if possible, I'll try to archive some of this stuff, put it on the internet, uh, find some of those photos. Um, I believe at one point in time, I had the actual flash animation without the voiceover. If I can find that, if I can find that, I did also make business cards that said fellowship of the Omni and I handed to the kids. uh, And I do have those. I I do have those. So there are, (laughs) there are some remnants of this. There's some artifacts from this. There there might actually be the script of the intro. I believe I have the script because I found it years ago of the, this is what the voiceover was. So I don't think we can recreate this. Now, with AI nowadays, I could probably just create a whole bunch of <laughs> pictures and say, hey, seven kids pushing a Dodge Omni down the street, um, and somebody will draw it now with AI, but we'll That's see. Right. Either way, thanks for humoring me today, Todd. No, it was, that was quite enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I hope the listeners, I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course... Reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast.